The gold market rebounded from its mid-December lows, but can it break the $1,900 resistance level? Peter Hug, Global Trading Director of Kiko Metals, is back to give us his weekly rundown and how he's positioned for the remainder of the year. Peter, welcome back. This is, I think, our uh, last talk before the end of the year. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, it's nice to be here, David. Um, 1900, 1920 was your, uh, you said it was possible before the end of the year. Are you sticking to that? We're seeing very close to 1900. It's just sticky up that at that level. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I mean, if you're asking me, you're putting me in a corner. Uh, yeah, I think 1920 is still a shot. Uh, we've had uh, 1897 tested twice uh, yesterday and this uh, overnight uh, coming into this morning's trading. Um, you know, Brexit is still sort of in, in a fluff, and uh, I'm pretty convinced that we're going to get this stimulus package. I'm a little concerned it might already be priced into the market, so it might be, uh, you know, buy the rumor, sell the fact. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think there's a possibility uh, that if we get a, a goal close today in the 1890s, um, I think there's a reasonable shot we might see a test of 1920 uh, before uh, Christmas. Uh, it, it, we get caught up in the short-term prices a lot because we speak on a weekly basis. But actually, if you look at the, uh, if you just go back a couple weeks, it's had a gold's had a pretty nice run since November lows, right, from the 1780 level, 1770 level, all the way up to now. It's pretty been a pretty nice run with its ups and downs in the last six weeks or so. But uh, yeah, it's pretty been pretty good. Would you call this a bull run that we're in? Well, you know, I, I don't think the uh, the bull market is uh, has ever changed. I mean, there's always corrections within a bull market. Um, as you remember, uh, again, it's almost it's always like Groundhog Day for me. Every day is the same. Uh, but uh, you know, when when it got down, we 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 were pretty firm that 1775 uh, was a very solid line uh, in the sand for us. And uh, if you remember, uh, we uh, you know entered the market. Uh, at those levels and silver, uh, you know, south of uh, the $23 level was uh, was also the uh, the entry point. Uh, you know, nothing uh, from a macro perspective has changed. I, I know it's frustrating and people are looking, you know, for gold to, you know, be sitting at, you know, whatever the number, 2,500, 3,000, I mean, whatever number is in their head. And, you know, I, I still think that that trend uh, through 2021 is, is going to realize that kind of uh, that kind of print. But in the short term, uh, you know, uh, the market uh, trades uh, just like the equity markets trade. Uh, you, you get movement up when the market stalls. People get a little worried. Sometimes they get bored and, uh, you know, they'll take profits and then you'll have the market move down. Uh, but in the overall trend perspective, as long as, you know, significant support resistance levels play out, um, you know, you've got to go with the macro trend, which I still believe in the metals is higher. Okay. Yeah, let's... Uh... Briefly touch on the macro trends for, uh, for the viewers who missed our show last week. Let's uh, talk about your outlook for 2021. The macro trends are still in place. Are you talking about monetary policy? Are you talking about economic growth? What are the variables you're looking at, Peter? Well, I mean, you uh, two weeks ago, you had the EU come out uh, uh, and uh, the uh, central bank there indicated that they would uh, be accommodative through 2023. Uh, you know, this week we had the Fed meeting. Uh, you know, Powell didn't say a lot, uh, but he said enough. He said, look, uh, you know, he's concerned in the short term. He thinks uh, first quarter uh, 2021 is, is uh, uh, could be problematic until the vaccine takes hold. But he reiterated that, uh, you know, the Fed would be accommodative through uh, or up to 2023. Um, and uh, he's fairly flexible on his inflation target. 
So, I mean, you, you can't get a better green light uh, than, than that from, uh, from the central bank. And then on top of that, uh, it, it seems apparent that we're going to get at least a short-term stimulus package of uh, somewhere in the 900 billion level. And then Biden uh, indicating when he comes out uh, that uh, you know this 900 billion is, is nice, but it's a Band-Aid and he's looking to put in more money. So you're going to have some uh, fiscal stimulus also hopefully coming in the first quarter. You know, again, until this vaccine does its job, uh, you know, and in that context, uh, you've got to be uh, you've got to be uh, constructive, uh, hard assets. Yeah, I, I, I uh, spoke to an economist recently and I was told that the Georgia runoff is an important uh, event to look at because that determines how much stimulus we're going to get. Do you agree with that? Well, it's certainly, uh, I mean, if the two seats, the Senate seats, go to the Democrats, uh, I would be extremely constructive to precious metals markets because then Biden's basically got a blank check. Now, if the Republicans take one or both of those seats, uh, then we have a lame duck uh, presidency, uh, and it's going to be much more difficult for Biden to get things done. But that's going to create, uh, again, angst and volatility in the market. I think either scenario, uh, again, pretends well, at least through the first half of 2021. And then depending on how this economy recovers, if it recovers, uh, you'll have to reassess, uh, you know, whether the trend is still intact. Yeah. What are some of the uh, what are some of the things Biden wants to do? And that's going to require basically a lot of money. Well, he definitely wants to throw a, a lot more uh, fiscal stimulus into the market wants to do an infrastructure uh, 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 project to, to get Americans working again. I mean, all good ideas, uh, not so much the spending of the money, although that's necessary, uh, but the infrastructure program I think is, is long overdue in the US. Um, I think uh, he may reverse his policy on China. So, uh, you know, there are a number of things uh, that he also wants to get back into the Green Deal uh, and, and join the Paris Accords. Uh, all of that costs money. So, uh, I mean, I see Biden coming in, spending money. He's indicated that he'll try to pay for this with tax increases. Um, I think if he has a majority, including the Senate, uh, that that's a possibility, but I do not think it's a possibility in 2021. I do not think uh, raising uh, income tax and or capital gains tax in 2021 is going to be on his plate, that's more a 2022 uh, uh, obstacle or issue that we're going to have to look at. Do you think the Fed could hit their 2% inflation target next year, given all the stimulus you just talked about? Again, I think if the economy turns uh, and uh, we get some semblance of normalcy, hopefully by end of second quarter next year, um, given the fact uh, that the central banks, both, uh, both the Fed and uh, the global central banks, um, are going to remain in stimulus mode uh, through 2022. Uh, that being the case, uh, I would suspect that uh, they are going to be behind the curve uh, if the economy picks up and demand resurfaces behind the inflation curve. And again, that will also be, in my opinion, constructive for the metals, uh, sort of a, a, a 1970s type of scenario. Mm -hmm. Now, um, let's talk about silver. Silver, uh, a couple of times you have mentioned to me that in 2021, 30s, potentially even 40s is possible for a price range. Are you sticking to that? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's, uh, you know, anybody that just says, yeah, it's going to be at $35. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly, certainly within the realm of possibility. Uh, I mean, if uh, I think silver goes to $35 with gold just going north of, uh, of uh, $2,000 again, I think there's a, uh, there's more interest in silver at these levels. Now, uh, you know, take that out of the equation and just sort of have gold hang around. I mean, there, I think uh, the ratio will favor silver next year, uh, especially if the economy uh, uh, rebounds. Um, there's going to be industrial demand pickup in silver, and I and I think uh, from that perspective alone, uh, I think the ratio gold silver ratio is going to narrow uh, in favor of silver. So I'm constructive both metal groups into 2021 i am more constructive from a percentage gain perspective on silver than i am on gold is it possible this is a view i've heard but is it possible that silver and gold could decouple meaning that silver could go up and gold could go down it decouples but it decouples in the context of ratio uh so i mean when you sort of look at the historic ratio of gold and silver uh you know a lot of analysts sort of say the historic norm is about 35 to 1. So it's possible gold does nothing, silver moves up and that ratio comes down from where it is now. And I think it's around 70 to one right now uh, where uh, you know the ratio gets maybe to 45 to one, uh, 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 you know, 45 ounces of silver to an ounce of gold as opposed to uh, 70 ounces of silver to an ounce of gold. Uh, or you have gold moving up and silver accelerating the move higher, achieving the same, uh, you know, the same type of, uh, uh, of ratio tightening. If you're asking me if gold is sitting here at 1900 and gold drops to 1500, will silver go to $35? No, I don't think it will. Okay. And uh, so let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about your forecast for gold and you've given your outlook for silver, uh, $2000 for for gold by uh, let's say the first quarter of 2021. Is that a reasonable estimate you think? I think $2000 is certainly uh, uh, certainly within my target range. Uh, again, I'm a trader, so I'm still looking for price points to break up. I need 1925 taken out. I think that's possible to approach that level uh, between now and Christmas. Might be able to take it out before the year end. Uh, and then, uh, you know, once we get through 1925, then, uh, you know, the next target is going to be psychologically $2,000. Uh, and then, uh, you know, from there, uh, you're probably looking at the uh, at the high, which was uh, roughly twenty one seventy five, if I remember right. Uh, so those are sort of levels that have to uh, that have to be breached on the way up. I think if nineteen twenty five is taking out, I think two thousand dollars is a given, and it'll happen fairly quickly. Do you anticipate more or less monetary stimulus next year than compared to twenty twenty, Peter? More or less, uh, if if the economy shows any semblance of legs and, and reviving itself by the end of first quarter next year, I don't think the Fed is going to need to do more. Um, I do think we'll have fiscal stimulus over and above this current package that we're talking about as a bridge uh, to get us to the end of first quarter, possibly second quarter next year when uh, they hope to have 75 or 80% of Americans uh, immunized. Um, so I, I think it may come more from the fiscal side than from the Fed side. If the government is not capable 
because Biden doesn't have the majority uh, in the Senate and, and uh, the Republicans stand in his way. If the government's not capable of creating that fiscal package, uh, then I think the Fed does have tools uh, at its disposal uh, to, uh, to create more liquidity in the market. And I do think they will step up. So here's what I'm wondering, Peter. Uh, monetary policy this year was one of the main forces behind gold's rise, according to many analysts that I've spoken to. Now, I'm just looking at the charts and looking at GLD as a proxy. Gold's up approximately 19, 20% year to date as of today. 20% growth in a year is substantial for, for, for gold in any year. Can we expect the same kind of growth momentum to continue to 2021? Well, you know, 20% at current levels is about $200, give or take. You know, I'm sorry, about $300, uh, $350, give or take, which at current price takes it just about $80 over the high that we had this year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, from this level, 20% is certainly, uh, certainly achievable. Uh, and if we are in a bull market, uh, you know, bull markets don't last a year. I mean, you know, when, when gold hit the high in 2011 and, uh, you know, it took almost nine years or eight years to, to get to the low uh, or close to the low um, uh, on the cycle. And, uh, you know, since, uh, since early 2019, we've been moving higher. So I think we're in very early stages of, of, of the bull market in, in the commodity sector in general. Uh, and uh, which will also be positive for gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. I'm, I'm getting much more positive on the industrial side of the metals complex, i.e. platinum, silver. Um, I mean, just look at rhodium. Rhodium's trading at almost $16,000 right now. Uh, palladium is still trading, uh, you know, north of uh, 2300. Uh, 20, so I, I, I'm getting more constructive on the industrial side, copper uh, on the industrial side of, the, of this market. And I think gold will at least uh, be carried along in that trend. And, and I think the metals, the commodities trend has still got uh, a few years to run before we get a situation where the central banks uh, have to finally reverse course and start to tighten. And you know, once you start hearing the verbiage uh, that Powell or whoever the Fed chairman is, uh, and some of the uh, central banks out of the or the central bank in the EU starts talking about, you know, we're we're sort of done and we're looking now to sort of unwind this easing. That's your signal that we're probably close to the top, and I I don't see that for a couple of years. I I get asked this question all the time by by friends and family is, uh, hey. Gold's uh, gold's going up. Should I buy now or wait for a pullback? And I, I always say, watch Peter Hugg's videos. He 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 breaks it down very uh, very succinctly and clearly. But uh, let, let's say that somebody were to ask you this question today: Hey, should I wait? Should I buy now? Can you? How would you? How would you explain? How would you uh, answer that question? Uh, you know, and again, I don't want to sound old hat here. I mean, I've I've been very consistent throughout my career and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm moving on to 48 years in this business uh, in 2021. And, uh, you know, what I looked at, you know, when people ask me that question, and I've had that question asked to me ever since the mid 70s, is, is really what's, what's, what's your intent? I mean, what is the reason that you would want to hold precious metals in your portfolio? And, they can't answer the question most of the time, but, we, but, but generally, I, 
I keep going back to what I was trained as back in the 70s when I, you know, I took the securities course and I was managing other people's money is I think it's extremely important to have a balanced portfolio. And I think within the context of a balanced portfolio, you need hard assets. And those hard assets could be gold, could be silver, uh, could be an industrial metal. Uh, it, it could be uh, um, uh, it could be oil. Um, but, but you need a component uh, of, of your portfolio and hard assets. But you don't stop there. You, you, you need to just, you, you need to recalibrate your portfolios, you know, whether it's every six months or one year. And I think that's the biggest thing people don't do properly. And if you recalibrate your portfolios, you'll uh, make adjustments throughout the lifespan of your portfolio. So if, if the metals do take off, uh, they'll probably represent a percentage of your portfolio that is higher than what your goal is. And in that context, you sell some of that position. And vice versa, if the market goes down, your portfolio position in the metals will probably be underweight, in which case you buy more. And if you use that concept, whether it's in the metals or in the equities or in the bond market, uh, as, as a balanced portfolio approach, you'll tend to liquidate into strength and buy into weakness. And, and that's the only way I can explain it. Now, if, if some guy comes to me and says, well, you know, I want to buy gold because I, you know, it's going to double. Uh, okay. Uh, go to the casino, play black or red, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, it might, but it might not. Uh, I mean, you know, these analysts that have been saying since 1978, gold's going to $10,000, $20,000 an ounce. Some of them are still walking around. Yeah, they, they might be on walkers today, uh, but they're still walking around and they're still spouting the same stuff. And maybe they'll be right, but God almighty, I mean, I'm not buying something on the anticipation it's gonna go up 500%. I'm, well, I'm, I'm looking at it as, a, as an investment that should form part of your portfolio. If you're looking for me to tell you that gold's going to $10,000 an ounce, I'd strongly recommend you don't listen to any of my comments because I'm never going to say that. Yeah, that last point, I mean, this is more philosophical, but you wouldn't, would you want gold to go to $10,000? What does that mean well, for the rest yeah, of the economy? The, you know, that's the other argument. I go, to, I go to conferences and sometimes I need to wear a flak jacket because sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm more bearish than bullish in the short term. Again, because psychologically I'm a trader. I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I'm not speaking to an audience from an investor's perspective. Uh, but I, I say to people, uh, so you want gold at 10,000? Yeah, because the whole system is going to collapse and I'll be able to use gold as a barter. And I'm saying, do you really want that? And they, and they ask me, what do you mean, do I want that? And I said, well, picture yourself in a position where the entire financial system is collapsed and there is no medium of exchange and you have a gold bar and you need gasoline for your generator or you need food and you think if you went to your neighbor's house and offered him a one ounce gold bar he would give you gasoline or food i think not you're going to have to barter with something that this person can use as well now again we're talking armageddon where the whole financial system has collapsed so why would you want gold to be at $10,000 or $20,000 an ounce? Because everything else you own, your real estate, your, your uh, 401k, would all be decimated. 
Now, if you're 100 percent in gold, that'd be great. But I mean, that's that's a big gamble, man. You know, that's like going to a casino, putting all your money on one number on roulette and taking the spin and hopefully it goes. All right. Well, I think uh, some people say the whole market's a big casino, but that's a discussion for another day. Peter Huck, I want to thank you so much for uh, well, not just today, but all the interviews you've given us uh, this year. Uh, it's been a great year for uh, for for news. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being a part of it. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, happy holidays to everyone. Take care. Thanks for watching. I'm David Lynn. Stay tuned for more. Where are we right now in the commodity cycle?